Hi, good morning, listeners of the Vast Alliance Prophetic Spiritual Warfare Channel. God has been teaching us so many things lately. It's just a jam-packed, peculiar season. A season of change and a season of transitions. I felt led that I want to share this learning that God taught me recently. And I know that it's a very important concept, especially for us as we are going into a period of economic instability. And when God first opened my eyes to this truth, I remember that it made such a great impact on me. And so far, the people that I shared it with in real life, they have been so struck by it as well. Today, the hot buzzword on everyone's mind, even in the secular realms, is the economy. We are getting ready for a shaking in the worst economy like we have not seen in the last few decades. And before the full impact of that hits us, we want to squeeze in as much time as we can to understand what God says about the economy. Because our knowledge and understanding of God's perspective and comments on the economy will be very important for us to understand how to maneuver the future years. I'll start with a vision that I saw of the worst economy. In this very short and simple vision, I saw the worst economy depicted as if like a wooden structure, maybe like a cupboard or a cabinet. And on the surface, when you look at this wooden structure, it still looks fine. It looks like any typical ordinary cupboard or cabinet. So you wouldn't think that there was anything different about it. But then the Holy Spirit brought me deeper, like I had an X-ray vision into the fibers and the internal structure that made up the whole cabinet. And to my horror, I saw that internally it was termites infested. So on the surface, it looks fine because it was still standing. But internally, the structures that supported and held the economy has already been corrupted. It has been depleted and its resources already taken away and stolen and stripped bare. So I knew that the structure would not keep standing forever because the internals are already termites infested. The Cambridge Dictionary defines economy as a system of trade and industry by which the wealth of a country is made and used. And that is what we normally understand of the word economy because this is what it means in the modern society. It has to do with trade, industry, commerce, financials, and that's what we think when we consider economy. But I heard God ask me, do you know what God's economy means? And I started to research into God's economy 
in accordance to the Bible. The word economy is known as oikonomia in Greek in the Bible. It is spelled as O-I-K-O-N-O-M-I-A. Oikonomia in Greek. And according to the Strong's Concordance, this word means stewardship and administration. So it means the management of household affairs or an administration, a management where a person looks after another's affairs or resources. There is also a secondary meaning of oikonomia, which is dispensation. Therefore, we start to look at the words stewardship, management, resources, and dispensation, and we start to formulate an idea of what the Bible means when it talks about economy. In order to help our discussion on the word economy, we should also look at the word prosperity. Again, the Cambridge Dictionary defines prosperity as the state of being successful and having a lot of money. Let's look at what the Bible says about prosperity. Third John 1-2 says that, Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. Over here we note that when the Bible talks about prosperity, they also talk about good health and soul prospering in all respects. Philippians 4.19 says that, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. So here we note it talks about needs, our needs, and having our needs met by God. And John 10 verse 10 says that, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So we're introduced to the concept of abundant life. Now you see, if you're going to receive $1 million tomorrow, but after you get the $1 million, you're going to get cancer. Or one of your family members is going to meet with a serious accident. In that case, I ask you, do you still dare to take that money? If that $1 million comes with cancer or comes with your family breaking up, so we see that prosperity is not just about money. Because you may have lots of money, but you may have no means to enjoy it. You may be rich, but you may be living a sinful life. So your life is full of quarrels, jealousy, insecurity, infighting. You know, when we receive money from God, He also gives us the ability to enjoy the money. 
the money that God gives is like Himself. It is freely given for us to live a good life. What does it mean to be prosperous in the Bible? It means that all your needs are met. You have adequate resources and money to fulfill your needs. What is your calling? What are the things that God sent you to do? Being prosperous in the Lord means that you have the resources to fulfill your calling. And it's not a tight fit. It's not just barely enough. It is you have sufficient resources to meet every one of your needs, including some left over for good works. So prosperity in the Lord doesn't mean that you drive a Ferrari or you throw money around, but it means that all your needs are met. In a comfortable way, you are in lack of nothing and you have sufficient left over to do good works for God. I also believe that how prosperous you are is also dependent on your calling and destiny for God. If God asks you to feed 5,000, He will give you resources to feed 5,000 people in a comfortable way. Do you understand? This prosperity links us back to the economy of God. I want you to see that the modern world economy has been too diluted down over the years. Like the word prosperity, it is so narrowly defined just to have to do with money. And that's not correct. Prosperity and economy does include money, but money is just one of several aspects of it. And so the original idea of the word prosperity and economy has been forgotten. And the devil benefits this way because it creates an unhealthy preoccupation with just money. But the blessing that God wants to give you is a lot more than money. It is abundant life. In the economy of the world, it is mainly trade and commerce that are being circulated. In the economy of God, it is not just money that circulated. In the economy of God, God pours himself out to be circulated. So you see, the economy of God is not just about the circulation of money. It is the circulation of himself, the dispensation of God, or kionomia. Who knows that when you have God come into your finances, your finances are blessed. When you have God circulate in your family, your family is blessed. When you have God pour himself out into your health, your health is blessed. When you have God present in your social relationships, 
your relationships are blessed. So I encourage you not to settle for the narrow economy of the world, but to plug yourself in to the divine heavenly economy of God that is more than money. The devil has only left us with one money while he has stolen away all other aspects of our economies. The economy of our health, the economy of our family, the economy of our mental and spiritual life. Take back all your full economy from God that he wants to give you. In my vision, I saw that the economy of the world is the wooden structure but I saw that there is an economy of heaven that is on a higher level that is suspended above the rotting economy of the world. And that is the economy of heaven that directly plugs into heaven. Those who have eyes to see it will be able to ask God. So I encourage you, in the future years, when the economy of the world starts to give way, and if you find that it is unsustainable, it cannot sustain you and your family any longer, I encourage you to look for the economy of God. It is provisions for the remnant. And ask God that you desire to plug into his economy and ask him how do you assess it. And in our final discussion, I want to ask you, how does God circulate his economy? If you were God and you have already made provisions to let your son die to save the world that you love, and now naturally you want to circulate your economy and your provisions to the people that you love, how would you do it? Yes, God pours himself out into us. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says that, Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Therefore, how God circulates his economy is primarily through us, his vessels, that God pulls himself out into us so that we may carry his word, his provisions, his blessings, his prophecies, his supernatural meeting of needs, his healing, his guidance, and the truth of who he is and his eternal salvation to the rest of the world who needs him. So I encourage you to shift away from the economy of the world and start to prepare yourself and make yourself ready to be a vessel of God that can carry God's economy. Let God pour himself out through you. And we are also good stewards that co-manage God's resources on earth. Psalms 89 verse 11 says that, The heavens are yours, the earth also is yours, 
the world and all it contains, you have founded them. I know that you have been blessed by this message. And now you start to glimpse that there is a way out of your predicament. I want to encourage you to continue to press on in the Lord and to grow in His wisdom and understanding so that you may be prepared to meet the challenges ahead. God bless you in the name of Jesus. And I want to see God have victories in your life. That's all the time we have for today. I hope that you have enjoyed today's sharing. And we will speak again the next time. Goodbye.